0: Good evening, slowpokes, and welcome to Slow Motion Triple Feature. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Keller, and I am joined today by my good friends Kit and Andrew. Tonight we're doing part two of our 2021 wrap-up that we had to cut short the other night, Andrew. Um, But uh, yeah, so let's uh, get the party started, hop right in, and we were, I guess let's start with uh, Kit's next category. We've we've covered musicals, and we've covered...
1: We've covered Oscar uh, bait, we've covered musicals, and we've covered um like quirky little yeah weird movies um some of which are getting maybe a little bit of oscar attention um so this so the thing this kind of neatly divided my part 2 into all the mostly the good movies even though there were some ones i didn't enjoy in the those categories and now it's like movies i didn't like or just didn't really care about um which is not the category. The cat the two categories are cash grabs and giant action franchises. <clears throat>
0: okay.
1: Um and those have most of the mov- mostly movies that I at best uh didn't see the point of. Um Okay. With with a few, one exception really. Um I will also say that, like, I'm not counting all of the shitty, like, Netflix rom-coms and Hallmark movies, and, like, I watched the Amazon Cinderella, which was, like, total trash as expected, oh, yeah. but, like, I'm not, I'm, I, you know, I, those are not, those aren't cinema. <laughs> those are, like, a theme park ride, so I'm not really uh, counting them. Um Look at
0: Martin Scorsese over there. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> to introduce you as Little Miss Movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Little Miss Movies. Yes.
1: Um... For some reason, I'm thinking like, I don't know, trying to make like a Little Miss Sunshine reference or something. Um, But that movie, I don't like that movie, so probably I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, If I remembered
0: anything specific about it 20 years later...
1: uh, They all have to jump in a van.
0: Yeah. You remember? Yeah. Oh, I remember. Um, I'll never never forget that. It's on the poster. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, Cash Grabs, I only have two movies in there. And also, I should say, I... When it came to thinking back on like what movies have I seen, I basically I searched my text messages with you guys for me mentioning I'm watching, yeah, t- to try to find. So like I could be forgetting things that I did see. Um, That's like so your own
0: personal letterboxed.
1: Yeah, um, I was realizing like, oh, I need to do what you guys do and start writing down every movie I watch, um, mm-hmm. so I can remember. Um, the cash grabs only two in this category. Coming to America is one. Oh
0: yeah. Was oh yeah. Uh,
1: it was <laughs> not good, definitely not good. Okay. <clears throat> um the costumes were really beautiful, which is like for me the first one combines being combines like a very beautiful production design um with being actually funny. This one kind of just had the like really pretty costumes and stuff, and also the prettiest lady of all time was in it. Um, it was who's bad, that? but it was sort of inoffensive. Um, and wait, Wes the original snipes made me laugh. What? No, the the second one.
0: Who's in? Who's the lady?
1: Uh, Namzamo Mbatha.
0: She's no Sarah. I can tell you that much. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anyway. She, so, so, yeah, so, 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 so,
1: it kind of made me, because the the last movie that I saw that Eddie Murphy had done was um, I Am Dolomite, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Wesley Snipes were both really funny. And he was funny. Like, there was funny stuff in this. But it's like, they his son was really the star. Like, Eddie Murphy wasn't even in it enough. Um, mm,
2: so, yeah. I don't, yeah, think, I
1: don't think we're in a Ed a, a Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the <murfisans. laughs> Um But, yeah. Um, and then the other one was Cruella. Which oh, yeah. I have to say, I think it was uh, the, the I, Tanya director guy. Like, I went back and forth about whether I should watch it. <clears throat> and then something convinced me. I think it was probably the fashion. And then I saw that it was like right before I started it, I saw that it was directed by the I, Tonya guy. And I'm like, oh, fuck, because I hate <laughs> I, Tonya, And I don't like yeah. that guy. Um, but. It was a I think it was a terrible movie. I mean, it was yes. worth watching because it's so hilarious that Dalmatians killed her mom. Like that's so funny that Corella Deville hates Dalmatians because they killed her mom. So funny. <laughs> but every time I, mm-hmm.
0: every time you tell me that, I think of a line from Family Guy, as I always do, where uh, yeah. he says it's like some guy like in a courtroom yelling, he's like, cigarettes killed my father and raped my mother.
1: It's exact- it is exactly that <laughs> it that's what I mean it's crazy, um so like that's why it's okay for her to skin puppies in the <laughs> in,
0: right. in the cartoon
1: because she was hurt by Dalmatians um yes. it's only fair it was terrible, but it was a really good fashion movie, like a lot of movies when they try to portray fashion designers, it's just like okay, it's like when they try to portray the music industry or whatever, it's just like, okay, you don't you don't get this and maybe even sort of have contempt for it
2: or something. Yeah.
1: But this this movie, they did things that were actually like creative and felt true to how like haute couture fashion works. Like mm-hmm. all, the her whole rise to prominence as this like, you know, great punk designer actually like I felt like the stuff she was doing would actually be the kind of thing that would get a young designer attention like, you know, uh a Vivian uh-huh. Westwood or like Alexander McQueen or whatever. Like it was it was really good. And that her garbage yeah. truck dress was fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. Sarah if- watched that on streaming at some point this year and like I did I wasn't interested in the movie, but it did look nice. Like it looked yeah. Like uh not just the fashion, I guess, but just like when I was in and out of the room, I was like, eh, like Probably wouldn't enjoy the film, but it looks fine. Is Cruella DeVille Deville
2: a a fashion designer in the cartoon, in the original 101 Dalmatians? In the cartoon,
1: I don't remember, but she is in the live action.
0: Okay. I think... The Glenn Close one?
1: Yeah, in the Glenn Close one she is, and Anita works for her. Okay. I don't remember that cartoon. I haven't seen it since I was a little
0: kid. Yeah, I don't remember what she does either. I used to watch it all the time.
2: (laughs) I think she knew... Anita somehow, yeah. I thought she was like maybe her boss. Yeah, something
1: well, like she's that. Her boss, yeah, she's her fashion boss in the in the. Uh, okay,
0: well, actually. maybe that's what it is. Okay, hmm. but yeah, and I figured Emma Stone too. Like when I heard that casting, I was like, I could actually see that one. Like,
1: and she's wow. entertaining. Like she's she's pretty much good in everything. I think she's like fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's it's really just like the edgy. There's like. It's kind of has it to it was reminding me of, of Suicide Squad a little bit in how many songs there were and how it was like trying to be, edgy but it's like a fucking Disney like you know like, it can't really like she can't really be like scummy and and gross, (laughs) um, or even a bad person even though like she grows up into someone who wants to kill dogs, (laughs) Um, right kill puppies skin them and make their skin into clothes
0: everybody has their flaws so
1: yeah (laughs) so yeah and and it was just the whole thing with like her her mom like her mom and emma Emma thompson was good too like Emma, (laughs) emma thompson gave a good performance but it's like the story behind what they're doing is like this is laughable or just confusing like it was it was wild Wait, um,
0: Emma, Tho- Emma that Thompson. Your cash?
2: That was both your cash grabs?
1: hmm What, Andrew?
2: I'm sorry. I, I misheard something. Did you say Emma Thompson was in Cruella? Yeah. Isn't she, she was, also she in was, the uh, live action? Go ahead.
1: No, she She's wasn't who? in the live That was Natasha something. Natasha. Okay. Are you
2: sh- you're
0: sure? She was not in
1: the live action one. I am okay. sure.
2: Okay.
0: Well. Yeah. If that closes off the cash grabs, then let's do an Andrew interlude.
2: Um, do
0: okay, you want um, to do your top ten, or you said you had a couple categories?
2: We should do our top tens together. I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do movies I didn't like. Okay, and these are movies I didn't like that I think are worth s- saying why I didn't like them. Uh, I'm sure I saw other movies, although I probably didn't see too many movies that I didn't like this year, to be honest, because it was like. Going to the movie theater was kind of a treat, and just, it was, you know, unless it's something on, like, Netflix or whatever, like, seeing a movie was not as easy, I think, as it usually is, so I probably didn't see as many, like, bad movies. Um, Number one, uh, there's only three. Number one is uh, Candyman. Um, Really, really did not like this movie. Um, Yeah. First of all, I hate this trend of making a movie that is absolutely a sequel but has the same title as the original movie <laughs> yes <laughs> it's same the here. worst it's so <laughs> stupid it makes me it makes me livid to be honest because it's like if this was because going into it i'm like okay they're rebooting Candyman. candy that's fine whatever uh and i i i believe that i do like the original Candyman. um And so I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm just like, this is so deeply rooted in the first movie that it's just – just call it Candyman Returns or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But they can't – I feel like they – I feel like maybe it's – there's some idea in some – somebody running a focus group somewhere got the idea that, uh, you know, if it's Candyman 5 or something, people think it's, you know, it's like uh, the ninth – friday the 13th or some shit you know what i mean like people just think it's like horror's trash or something so maybe like Mm. if 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 we're in this like world right now where you know quote unquote elevated horror is the thing then we can't like you can't have it be the the umpteenth sequel sequel to something it has to be like it has to stand completely on its own but it can't do that either because it's got to have the same fucking title as the original movie
0: anyway it's awful um that was my, I'll just jump in. Go that ahead. was my least favorite movie of all the movies, like new movies I saw this year, which were few. Oh, yeah. But that yeah, was at yeah. the bottom of my list. I thought it was just awful.
2: It <laughs> is. It's really terrible. Um yeah. it's And it's like, you know, thinking on I'm, you know, I'd have to like revisit the original Candyman. But I think there's a lot of like overlap with the the the, the ideas that the two movies are trying to convey. This movie. This movie is like. The opposite of the last duel to me, you know what I mean? Like it's taking some yeah. hot, some hot topic and like literally just
0: explaining it to you, um, yeah. So in a,
2: in a very condescending way.
0: Yeah, and I I actually watched the original Candyman because um, I hadn't seen it for like ten years. I, I watched uh-huh. it the week before I watched the, this one, um, and I was pretty. I had very low expectations for this, like the new Candyman. Um, but yeah, and it was it was really like if I was a video essay guy, you could just, you could very easily just have this be a perfect example of how not to make a message movie. Like, because in the original candy man, there's a lot of stuff about uh, race and gentrification and all this type of stuff. But there's also like, there's a story <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> those help. And yeah. And it's like, there, there's a real, like there's a real art to the first movie. I don't think mm-hmm. it's like the greatest horror movie of all time, but like they do a lot of stuff with, duality and that's even like i think they get to this in the new one i honestly i i tuned out probably 30 minutes in. i did make it to the end of the new one but it was just like once they started just like like you said like directly saying like Mm -hmm. here's something i've read on twitter recently that i think will be a hit with the kids um i was just like very disappointed and also like it seemed like they forgot for a while that they were supposed to be killing people it also felt very obligatory (laughs) like like yeah it's like oh yeah (laughs) we're not making like a twitter thread we need to make like we have to throw in some kills here for some reason Mm -hmm. uh anyhow the uh original one like it has all of these things but it also has other interesting things about it that is the story that you can appreciate while while you're maybe thinking about some of these these uh hot topics that that are being there and then this one is like they just give you nothing and and i really like i within the first five to ten minutes of the new one i was like okay maybe like it looks very nice it kind of yeah. has that kind of like slick like advertising kind of look but there was some kind of creative like i liked the opening credit thing with like the buildings uh upside down and everything oh yeah and, that was really cool yeah. yeah and so it's like it looked nice and it was like i think there was a visual talent here but just absolutely no intellect behind this no, movie I, and yeah, no yeah. artistry so
2: i liked i liked I, I thought some of the kills looked really good um yeah. That's pretty much it. Like I like the there's one that, it's like it's almost like it's happening off screen, but it's just happening from like a distance, and it's like intensely violent. Yeah. Um. But it's from like you know a hundred yards away, uh. Which I thought was, you know, kind of cool. Um, yeah. And I thought the I thought the act the the guy the actor uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen the second or whatever. Like I think he's I think he's a good actor. He's in kind of everything now. Um, but I like him. Um, but yeah, no good. Um, yeah. Number two is uh, Cry Macho. Uh, this movie <sighs> took me like a week to finish, um, and only through sheer force of will was I able to do it. This movie is in fucking sane. It is What's so it nuts. Called? Cry Macho. It's the Cry Clint Macho. Eastwood one. Yeah. This is the one oh, where. Oh
1: not... yes, I remember. remember. He texted you, we us got... for a full week. <laughs> Well that was that's a that makes me like the movie cuz that was very funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it is a movie in which a 91-year-old man is like a heartthrob to several very attractive women. And like I had to go through and like look up their ages and yes, these women some of these women are you know, upward in their in their mid to late 40s. Um so, you know, I guess at worst they're 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 able to be his granddaughter, you know. So it's just it it makes no sense. At one at one point, like I'm, you know, and, and like his job is that he breaks horses, and it's like if a horse breathes on this man, he will evaporate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The situations they put this extremely old man in are. I mean, that's the most harrowing part of the movie. It's just like at any point, I believe this person could get. Can you imagine seeing a a ninety year old person get hit by like, any sort of act of violence? Yeah. Towards a person <laughs> that age, it would be. I don't think. I don't think you. I feel like that movie would be instantly ni- You know, NC seventeen. Like, yeah. You can't you can't see a person that old get hurt? It's just too nah. much. Um. So yeah, this was a. It was. A, I mean, the movie outside of you know, it's like central (laughs) element not making any fucking sense i mean this movie uh, the book as i understand it the guy's in his like 30s um and (laughs) i know this is a this is a movie that's been like on clint eastwood's radar for a very way too long you gotta let things go man yeah um it is a movie that continually explains itself to the audience and what what it's about um also clint eastwood is horrible at Choosing and working with child actors, I think. I think he does them a great disservice. Um, uh, he. This is not the first time I've seen a movie with a child actor with Clint Eastwood, where it's just like these line, these the. I can't tell if this, you know, if this script is horrible or if these lines are just so butchered that, you know, it never had a chance. So or both. Um anyway, I really hated Cry Macho. I thought it was It's awful. the guy
1: who wrote Gran Torino and the Mule. Like he's just working I mean, with the same screenwriter every time, which is the same bad yeah. screenwriter.
0: Yeah. I think the mule was okay.
2: Yeah, the mule's okay. The mule's alright. Um, I mean, even Gran Torino is l- laps this movie. Um, and that's not a great movie. Uh so anyway, Cry Macho. Very strange. Strange idea for a movie. I don't. I don't know if, you know, the top brass at Warner Brothers are just like, I mean, Clint Eastwood wants to make it. What do we say? You right. <laughs> so anyway, horrible. Um, and the third is the Matrix Four. The, okay. And I'm uh, as I've said previously on the podcast, I am a Matrix and uh, sequels defender. Boy, oh boy, did I not like this movie. Um, Lee said it I, was
1: the worst movie of the year for him as well it's
2: i was i was
0: honestly i was like maybe i'll watch it so this is very good i'll watch it save me two hours i think i think here's the
2: thing uh lee and i have talked about this a lot and i think that um there's a handful of like potentially good ideas in it which is nice like it isn't it isn't nothing but it's pretty close to nothing but here my my biggest my biggest problem with this movie on well there's two things one, actually, there's three things. <laughs> One, um, the Matrix movies are action movies. People like they are they they intend to be more than that and to I know, be. but all the intellig- people are in their fifties. Exactly, uh, <laughs> and and they they they, but it's not just that. But you know, they they want to be more than action movies. They want to you know be intelligent, and I think in a lot of ways they do that um but they still have to have like jaw dropping mm-hmm. entertaining action scenes like they're very that's that's the thing that they are most innovative at um and i know in the original matrix you know the 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 stunt crew like trained and coordinated those fights for a year before they started shooting and it shows and in this movie it looks like they made them up on the spot it and there's wow. so little there's so little action it's it's honestly just like I, I i watching it i could not believe uh how little action choreography is in this movie um and then and then yeah i i do think yes keanu reeves is old he's you know pushing 60 but um he there i, I it was very clear to me why the john wick movies work and why mm-hmm. this doesn't Like it's a, it's a, it's, it's the type of fighting. Like John Wick is not, is there, it is very technical, but it's, it's, it's more scrappy. And Mm -hmm. this is like, this needs to be like, it needs to be like ballet. I mean, there's a, there's, you haven't, we haven't watched the Matrix with you yet, Kit, but like I rewatched them for this and I've, I've grown very like um, aware of fight choreography in the last few years. Um I think probably because it's gotten really good um mm-hmm. and those movies are well choreographed and the and the and the actors do a very good job. they look i think probably ninety seven percent like actual martial artists um which is i think very even even for uh, you know people with dance background i think if you don't have that actual training i mean there's just a difference between looking at a jet Lee movie and mm-hmm. Some, you know, some white dude who's never had any training, uh, you know, showing up and, and, you know, pretending to be a martial Mm -hmm. arts master. Keanu Reeves did a movie a few years ago. He directed a movie a few years ago. And it was, um, he played the bad guy. And then it stars uh, his his trainer from The Matrix. And that guy is an incredible martial artist. And you can just tell when the two of them fight each other. Even though Keanu is, like, doing well. You can just tell that. This guy knows has mm-hmm. like knows what he's doing at a cellular level and Keanu has just rehearsed. Um mm-hmm. so anyway, um it was it was painful. I think he threw like one kick and it was just like Wow a dude in in jeans. It just it just didn't look right. It didn't look right. Um But like they they look they don't it's not like they look bad. Like Carrie Ann Moss is gorgeous and she looks She looks great.
1: exactly the same.
2: Yeah. But like yeah, they just it's this ain't it, guys. This ain't it. Um, and then, Man. the other thing I didn't like about it is that it felt small. It felt like if you told, yep. like you know, the, the in 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 the sort of real world in the Matrix, you know, it's like a post-apocalyptic thing, and there's like an underground city and all this stuff. If you told me that f- 15 people lived in this underground city, I would believe you. Um, That's and movies thi- now, baby. I don't think... Well, maybe. But I feel like this is also, you know, part of just being a pandemic movie. I think... Oh, um, maybe. Yeah. Because I know they shot a lot of the San Francisco stuff because they shot, like, right outside my wife's office. Um, They shot it before we, you know, before the pandemic started. And then I know they finished it, like, early in the pandemic (laughs) when shit was, like, really fucked up. So I imagine that they just... We're like, all right, we can't have extras. I wonder
1: is reboot fever or like nostalgia fever like dying? Because it seems like we've had some big ones recently that's like, yeah, nobody gave a shit and the movie was horrible. Like, The Matrix isn't doing well.
2: No no it's not well this movie is also about reboots too so
1: oh that's um, that's why i'm interested that's kind of why i want to see because they did the jurassic world thing which i think is a great idea just everybody always fucks it up by having the movie be terrible yeah um yeah
2: they're they're she's you know lana wachowski is trying to um comment on middling uh reboot sequels while making a reboot a middling reboot sequel so Mm -hmm. um i don't think it's like the worst movie ever but like i don't think i'm gonna watch it again um as i said i think there was some very cool matrixy ideas um that would have been really really fun in a good movie um but this just wasn't it so those are the
0: movies that i didn't like this year very cool uh i guess should i do some movies i didn't like yeah or do you want to okay uh, and you've got one category left, right, Kit?
1: Well, I have my yeah. I have one category for twenty twenty one, and then I also have highlight uh, highlights of non twenty one twenty one.
0: Okay, and we'll do those last. So then, okay. yeah, I'll do my bad ones, and then we'll do your category, and then we'll do our top tens. Okay, great, cool. Okay, uh, so let's see. Really, um, like I said, I saw so few movies this year. I think where I would start at the bottom of my list, I'll do it. I'll do a bottom three. Um, Candyman which we've discussed, Mm -hmm. was my bottom. Um, My butt. It was my butt. Mm. And uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, was second from (laughs) the lowest. Uh, I've already purged a lot of that from my memory, but I remember thinking like the first three hours were (laughs) not my bag, but passable. Like they were fine. And then the final hour was just tacked on (laughs) stuff. The final hour is,
1: I was thinking about that the other day, the final hour is very different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it, well it, are like
1: okay now yeah cuz the first three he's like you know Zack Snyder's version of lyrical basically <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it's like oh yeah okay just the DC movie
0: yeah so that was the second from bottom the third from bottom was jungle cruise which I don't know if either of you guys saw that no, I did I'd see like it I'd like to see it okay I didn't I did not like that movie It was very yeah they I think the biggest problem that I could really put my finger on was that uh, Emily Blunt and uh, The Rock have no chemistry together. Just the whole time. yeah. And she's sure. kind of supposed to be like a bossy, like fussy lady. It's like and the he, mummy. He's kind of like a cool guy. Yeah, actually, yeah. That's pretty much that dynamic, except they just do not work together at all. Mm-mm. And so she just kind of seems like an asshole. And then... He, I don't know, he just isn't particularly interesting. But it's like, it's a real bummer to me because as we've discussed, I love that poster. I think that poster is gorgeous. (laughs) And then it's the same thing with Wonder Woman 84. Great poster, terrible movie. But then, and like the movie, it does make sense, you know? So it's not like Wonder Woman 84 completely, but like um, the story was just like, it was just fine, but it was so long. And then it was like, it was.
2: They add a reveal like, where I thought the movie would be ending. I yes. feel like. Yeah. And then it's like, and then it's just like, not like a good, it's like stupid. It's not, and it's not fun to watch anymore. Basically. Yeah. For, I oh, don't spoiler alert. Um, it's revealed that he's like a 500 year old conquistador, which is funny. Um, And has never left the jungle yet has a perfect American accent. Um, And, uh, So then he's just like an indestruct, an indestructible, uh, he's a superhero all of a sudden. And it's like, I don't, I don't need this to be what it now is. It's yeah, it's not, it's not fun. And I, I feel like I liked some of like, some of the like stuff where they're on, like just on the boat, you know, just Mm -hmm. like hanging out on the boat where it didn't appear to be, you know, entirely on a green screen. Um but yeah no i i agree there was also just like a weird it had a, it had weird tonal inconsistencies i thought like there would be a moment like a, there's a there's a prime moment early in the in the movie where um emily blunt is trying to pull off some sort of heist and so she comes in and she has this sort of like singing in the rain kind of uh fight with these four dudes and it's like very um like three stooges like and it's very silly and then she kind of like escapes on a zip line like mary poppins or some shit five seconds later the villain of the movie walks in looking for the thing that she had just stolen and murders everybody
0: brutally <laughs> and it's <Yeah>. just like <laughs> fuck is this movie man yeah so. no it was it was to me, like kind of the, the thing Disney can do right now is make everything look really nice. Like the jungle looked very nice. Uh, you know, there was real like, I don't know, theme park character to the bow and all this type of stuff. And sure. then they, what they cannot do is tell a story. Just like one right. story. Make one movie. Don't try to cram like five movies together and just try to please everybody. Just make it a little. story. Like if this but had been. Who who are, are we Indiana trying to Please. Jump, who are we What's trying
2: that? to? Pl- I don't understand who we're trying to please. Like who's yeah. everybody in this property that nobody asked for right. or has no pre-existing IP other than a ninety-year-old ride. F- a f- ride that, a breaks ride that every five no minutes? one
1: likes. A ride that's right. basically well a joke of like, like oh, y- y- like I feel like the Jungle Cruise is a little bit of a joke.
2: Yeah, you yeah, go no, on it when reason- you're. Wh- you go on it when <laughs> when it's like, oh, it's only five minutes. Let's go on the Jungle yeah. Cruise. Like, yeah. Like, yeah,
1: Indiana Jones is like three hours. So, like, let's go on Jungle Cruise, I guess.
0: Yeah. No, the reason this movie was made was because Jumanji did very well, unexpectedly yeah. well. And so Disney had to have that as well. And so. okay. Jumanji
1: had a really, really creative premise.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jumanji was that very good. That I haven't wasn't seen wasn't exactly,
1: That wasn't exactly the first movie. Yeah. It was very different, actually. It was almost Indeed. the opposite I, I like, of the first movie. I
0: like the second one better than the original. I think the original is just fine. It's never really been my thing. The original's original is too scary. But, uh, <laughs> too scary. And also, Mike, uh, I want
1: you to know that the person who makes the poster is not anyone involved with the film.
0: No, I know. I just, <laughs> I think it's such a gorgeous poster. It's like, I would love yeah. to buy a poster yeah. of, like, a, that's that cool of a new movie and put it on my wall, you know, mm-hmm. if I were to do that. If I ever had room after that, uh, the blowout poster <laughs> 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 um, but uh yeah, but it's 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 the same thing with Wonder Woman. It's just like I can't even buy that movie. I can't even have that Blu-ray like faced out on my shelf. No. You no know, mm-hmm. my little poster display or something. I'm sorry, uh, dude. Anyhow, so yeah, that was my bottom. Um I guess I've got some in the middle that we haven't covered, but let's just let, re- let's, let's have let, a kita- little
2: we'll, we'll rattle them off. Let's let's get through okay. this
0: section, I sure. think. Sure. Okay. Well so Oh no! Let's do it when we get to the top ten because oh, I don't right. have a top ten, so I'll just kind of get to okay. these middler ones because those. Oh, are my, I see. So we're my, so like, we're going seven, eight, nine, ten. We're going from your worst to your favorite. Well, right. We well, I mean, know I his only favorite. saw twelve movies, so oh jeez. Okay. Um. That's we already know like, what that's his favorite was. We know his a top, top ten two, I think. would include Jungle Cruise almost. All right. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's hear from Kit on. You said action, right? Block Giant action, action
1: franchises. And basically I'm going to go for this one. I'm going to go from the top to the bottom because I think the bottom is more of a reveal. Um, But number one, and I loved it was Shang-Chi. I really (laughs) liked the movie. Like, first of all, I was watching the beginning and I was like, huh, I think that this is well directed. Like, and I just kept being surprised by like, Wow, these shots are so long. There's not, it's not all the action's not cut to ribbons. Like,
2: well, they had it's a incredibly martial long artist.
1: stretches of just watching people do fight scenes. Mm-hmm.
2: What and was, I was this like one? Huh? Shang, Shang Chi,
0: like a kung fu movie. Yeah, it's a it's a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel it, movie. Oh yeah, sorry, And like, like a, the la- or the the rings or something. The, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the
1: ten rings. I can never remember the number of rings.
0: Legend of the yeah. Ten Rings um okay sorry i totally i thought you were talking about like a crouching tiger hidden dragon movie for a second no
1: but it is it is that's what it is
0: (laughs) yeah that's cool um it's crouching
1: Mm -hmm. tiger hidden dragon it's uh jackie chan like they actually do like the 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 bamboo scaffolding fight is basically taken but they but they do things with all the things they're stealing first of all they're stealing from stuff that like happy to have people steal from that Like, more people should steal from from these movies. Yeah, Skyfall. That scene was so Skyfall. It was Um, the most insane
2: ripoff. But but they're still
1: heightening it. Like, they're still doing Mm -hmm. things that make it its own thing and make it fun. Like, I loved on the scaffolding scene, there's times where Aquafina is just, like, kind of bouncing into frame, like, while she's hanging off. And because Mm -hmm. the shots are so long, like, you get the experience of him, like fighting toward her like he's trying to get over to where she is i thought it was shot amazingly um and the the, tony leung is everything i i love him obviously i loved him before this and he's like never made an american movie or like almost never
2: this is his first i think he's made movies with With that have been just like he's worked with some studios here, but like it's he's never made an American movie.
1: He's so incredible. And I was wondering because to me, I associate him with just like very like stark, quiet realism, Uh like just very like small performances that are amazing, that are awesome. Mm -hmm. And he does that here. But he Mm -hmm. makes it work like because he's having to say lines that are like Darth Vader-esque lines, like big villain lines. But he's delivering them as himself and they're so good and he's so quietly both sad and scary. Like when they – the fucking scene where he beats all the people up and his kid's watching and it's reflected in the mirror behind his kid – Yes, it's so effective. Like I, I really think I'm gonna like watch this movie fairly regularly for the rest of my life. Um, That's great. (laughs) I thought it was awesome. I would have, um, I would have changed the ending because we do get kind of like a traditional
2: big third CGI explosion
1: at the end, and I kind of wish that we'd never seen that other dragon. That he just Realized it wasn't his wife and it stayed behind the wall. And then and he Mike's died. just
2: like, he's like, <laughs> I just, that sentence is incredible. I wish he'd yeah. never gotten that second dragon the and that he just dragon, knew it wasn't his I think wife.
1: He I think he should have realized that it was his wife back there because obviously they want this, they want the dad to be complicated. Like he's a bad dude, but he's also, you know, driven by grief to mm-hmm. an extent. And he still should have died, but he should have died in a different way, saving. But anyway, yeah, I thought it was really, it was great action and just, like, Tony Long is
2: oh, the greatest. He's, he's the and that best. Mo- that moment, I talked to you about it earlier, but that moment where he, like, looks at his son and just, like, you could see the change of heart just from, like, mm-hmm. the subtlest of facial twitches. And yeah. it's, like. Oh, there it is. Right there, man. That's the movie. He's
1: he's amazing. He's Mm -hmm. so great. Um, And I liked... I um, really liked the
2: movie. I'd I'd only seen Simo Liu in... uh, He's in one episode of The Expanse. Um, But I liked... He's great. He's very fun to watch. He's funny. And, um, you know, I mean, there's obviously a... Big, you know, a wide gap between him and Tony Lung, but I thought he held his own in, in the scenes with and the them fighting. Together. He
1: did a great job with the fighting,
2: I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, it's it's that that bus scene that I think they shot that for like three it's or four incredible. months or whatever. It's great.
1: It's um, actually as good as people were saying mm-hmm. it was. And mm-hmm. then I thought this is the best use of Aquafina in a movie that I, I haven't seen her like Oscar-y movie, but in terms of like mainstream movies, like I thought they she she actually. I think people just don't know what to do with her in movies typically. Like, sure, I think she was funny in this and she actually felt like a real character and they felt like friends. And like even smaller, even the smaller set pieces, like there's the, they find ways they're like, oh, she's a good driver. And then they actually use driving throughout the movie in a way yeah. that doesn't feel ham-fisted. The scene where they're trying to escape his compound in the car, that had really good, funny action mm-hmm. in it. Like mm-hmm. when they just the way that the garage door comes down on the guy that's cha- that's chasing them. I'm like, this is all very fun and funny and Welsh. It was just like I couldn't believe how well shot it was, <laughs> especially because it's shot by a guy who directed The Shack. Like, like he's not even is <laughs> not by a famous director like at all. Um the
2: the the guy who shot it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, the director is. Uh... Daniel Creston something. Uh, what is his name? His name is... Daniel Des- Tiger. Destin Daniel Creton, And he's done a couple of movies that... Uh, he did uh, Short Term 12, which was really... Just indie movies. He's done indie movies. And then he did this, which, you know, usually that... Not usually, but oftentimes that can be a... Uh, it can just kind of kill a director who, you know, has some sort of...
1: But it's nothing. it's nothing like action... At all what do you mean it, he's not an action director, right?
2: no, no, he's not well, I will say that it a uh, you know a movie like this is going to have a lot of second unit uh, I mean they're gonna the director's gonna rely very heavily on mm-hmm. um on their stunt coordinator uh so yeah
1: it was but that's the thing that that the thing that stood out the most was like Tony long and the the actual like editing and design. Of the action sequences. It's just so. I felt so different. From what we typically get. From a movie like this. Where you. Either like everything is fake. (laughs) It's just like. It's just huge wides of just. Nothing's real. Or it's just cut. Like so much. That you can't even. Tell what's happening. Um, And yeah. I thought it was really good. Good. Um, But. Number two, and this is, like, a huge dip from Shang-Chi. <laughs> like, this is basically to, like, I didn't care at all, was uh, Fast 9. Um, I thought the Edinburgh scene was good. John Cena was good. He makes a good, like, Terminator. Um, I think, again, it's a mistake to make a person a key. <laughs> Just always a mistake. Um and the music was so bad. The editing was fine. That's like my Fast 9 thoughts. It just went right through me. Did you think did you did you think it was like a, a, as good as like previous installments?
2: I did not think it was as good as 7 and 8, but I th- thought it was pretty great. <laughs> um yeah, I had a lot of fun. I loved the uh all the all the flashback stuff. Like that's a movie. I'll watch that movie. Um I loved uh I thought it was the the thing that people have been kind of laughing about for you know 2 years before this movie came out is that John Cena is suddenly Vin Diesel's brother. Um but they sold that to me no problem. I thought um, he was
1: good. He gave a very he's, like He's good. Yeah. He's not a bad actor at all.
2: No, John Cena's great. Um <clears throat> and uh I thought uh I thought the the kind, the you know the 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 big kind of like action idea in this movie is magnets which apparently was given to the director or maybe the screenwriter by like a 10-year-old and it's like that's the place to go for ideas for this movie and yes. I thought it was I thought it was awesome yeah. um just like pulling cars through buildings with a giant magnet is stupid and fun I
1: think I think the problem the the, the it's not even a problem but the Obviously, these movies, you rank these movies according to how you feel about the set pieces that are in them. And the Magnet set piece was good. Like, watching Mm -hmm. all of the mechanics of it are, like, funny and creative. Mm -hmm. It just, like, it didn't, none of the set pieces were, like, I don't like them as much as I like other. It didn't really heighten for me. And all the space shit, I just hate those two characters. So,
2: Mm. it doesn't. Yeah.
1: You know, can't, and can't, I know I'm not, that's not, a. that's a, apparently a hot take, but I think that Tyrese take, sucks. Yeah, um,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah um, no, I, 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 they've been talking, you know, these movies are very, um, it's like the one, one of the only places where I'm, where I think it, where the, the movies do kind of exist as a dialogue between the filmmakers and, you know, the people who watch them. It's like wrestling to me. Um, yeah. And I think it works in that way. Uh, in the way something that like Star Wars can't work and shouldn't yeah. work. Um so, you know, people have been saying for 5 years like, "Oh, what can they do next? They got to go to space or whatever." And then they do. <laughs> they go to fucking space. <laughs> and it I fun. It's it's like it's not the whole movie, uh but I, it's like I enjoyed I enjoyed watching them duct tape together spacesuits and fly through a satellite in a fucking jalopy that's stupid um yeah yeah i think the my i really enjoyed it a lot um i think the 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 biggest problem for me as much as i hate to say it is that there is a giant rock sized hole in this movie yeah it just it it and needed no, the rock
1: and no uh
2: jason statham
1: no, Jason Statham, who's, like, my favorite guy in the movies. He'll be back.
2: Um, I'm not worried about that. But, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we, we, we needed that. Um, so, yep.
1: Um, number three, uh, No Time to Die. Um, I think it should have been called Coincidence the movie. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, no. I know it's a Bond movie, but it was so fucking meta and cute. Like, they kept repeating that stupid 007 joke. Like, but I liked in a way that you could feel watching the movie that the people making it, including Daniel Craig, knew that this was his last time playing Bond. And I know that there were certain things they were doing because of that. Some of it was all that meta shit that I hated. But, like, the one at the end... Of him fighting his way up the stairs and it's Great. just long. I'm like, they're definitely doing this because it's like, okay, this is Daniel Craig's last movie. So like and I'm like, that shit's cool. The forest was incredible and beautiful beautiful. Um mm,
2: very well shot. But Carrie Fukunaga, it just, baby.
1: It just I mean, obviously, it just took I, I don't like Madeline Swan and I don't mm. buy her as his final girl at like his end game. Um, and so that if you don't, you really have to care about Bond's family to appreciate this movie. <laughs> and I don't give a shit at all. Um, so yeah, I did not think it was very good, but there were certain sequences like that were very, very good. Um number 4 the suicide squad um i don't have much to say other than i don't understand why anyone likes this movie other than that it's not the worst movie ever made which is what the guys, first guys i'm one starting to was. i'm starting
2: to fucking sweat
1: i really i'm starting
2: I, to sweat i'm it getting was like, fucking killed it was
1: exactly <laughs> guardians of the galaxy but worse to me to me oh, to me Jesus. it was like the same exact movie as guardians <laughs> of the galaxy but like not funny. Um, oh God. and not with characters. Like again, weirdly John Cena gave the best performance, I think. Um, and I kind of liked the starfish fight because it was so bizarre. Like I liked how, how weird that was. Um, and like the Harley Quinn part, where like flowers are bursting as she's like killing, guys. I'm like that. Okay, there's something here, but for the most part, Lee and I were both just like, why? Why is this like? No, now this one, this one, this is a good Suicide Squad movie. And maybe they're right, but I've just like I already saw it. It's called Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I felt about that. Sorry, I'm sorry.
2: It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: be- I believe you.
2: What else? What else? You? <laughs> what else? You got? Obviously, it's better than
1: the other one. It's just if the bar, if the bar was be better than Suicide Squad, like literally every movie on the planet is better than Suicide Squad.
2: Yes. Yes. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> number five: Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, obviously, right, we've said all that needs fine. to be said. It's not good. But I'm Wait, glad it happened. yeah.
0: You're legally prohibited from talking about Justice League. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna say more.
1: one sentence. <laughs> Not good, but I'm glad it happened, even though it's probably ruined society.
0: <laughs> that's I think that's it. a good oh. that is a good sentence. Where was that summary seven months ago or whatever? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um number six is Can I just Venom. Can I just say yeah
2: i am just we're sitting here, I'm watching I'm watching Mike and I just we're talking about cars in space. We're talking about starship fights. We're talking about dragon
0: wives. <laughs> and this dude isn't even flinching.
1: No. He's, <laughs> no, he's completely zoned out.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I was, I was listening. I, just, I, was looking at, I was looking at something. I, w- I wanted to go up and down the, the box office grosses for this year. Because a lot of the movies you've talked about, well, some of the movies, several, um, I hadn't even heard of. And the uh, I've already forgotten the name. Shang-Chi? Was that what it was called? Shang-Chi, yeah. Yeah. Shang-Chi. and the Ten Rings. Yeah. It's the that was the number two domestic movie of the year, which I could not have. If somebody had held a gun to my head, I would have just said something about rings. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't Anyhow, think. Sorry, I, I mean, mean to, I, think you you're, I
1: think that your I think that your just general distaste for that kind of movie would be a difficult barrier to cross. But mm-hmm. I think that you would recognize some of the differences that we're appreciating about no, it. No, yeah, I, I think it's Marvel like I was films. gonna.
0: If if I was going to see a Marvel movie, that one at least kind of sounds interesting, like from from the way you're describing it.
1: Um, I mean, it's the same thing where it's just squeezing all of those original ideas into like a Marvel, you know, one inch cube. But yeah, I thought it did that. I Particularly just the way that it was shot, like maybe like it. OK, anyway, number six, Venom, which is just fucking incomprehensible. Um, the
0: number three movie of the year domestically.
1: OK. Well, number seven is what I'm assuming is my worst movie of the year. By a lot, I would say. Because all of these movies, I just kind of was like, meh. But they didn't offend me. This movie, I, mm-hmm. I actively fucking hated. And I believe it's probably the number one domestic uh, grocer of the year. Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, God. Um, which here's the weird thing about this. I went into this movie... Not at all expecting to not like it. Like I really liked the first Spider-Man. The second Spider-Man I thought was a huge step down, and I thought the themes were really fucked up. And a way, in a way, this movie is a continuation of those themes. And insofar as it is, it also those are also really shitty. Like the idea that like, like everything that Mysterio says about Spider-Man is correct. <laughs> like he is right that Tony, like that Tony Stark just handed the keys to, like, uh, you know, the greatest, like, military strike force in the world to a teenager. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, but that doesn't actually really play a role in it. Like, there's all this supposed threat from, like, J.K. Simmons that keeps coming up, and then, like, it never really pays off. But anyway, so, that aside, I didn't go, I went into this movie expecting, like, You know, I'm not expecting to fan out like everybody else is going to over the fact that, like, Andrew Garfield and and Tobey Maguire are obviously in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, I'm fine or I'm fine with that. Like, I'm like, oh, let's see. I wonder how they'll do this. I was curious. And, like, I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I was expecting not to hate the movie at all. Um, I think... It, I thought it was horrible. I thought it was it, like, it's just an unfunny comedy at this point. Like I experienced no joy, nothing. The reveals were always, it was such a consistent thing that the reveals were ruined like a few seconds before they happened. Like every time. Um, like there's the, the reveal of Andrew Garfield when they see him through a portal, they through a portal. They see a guy dressed as, as Spider Man walking toward camera. And before he steps through and reveals that it's Andrew Garfield, MJ goes, Is that him? Meaning, like, is that Peter? Is that guy dressed like Spider Man, Peter? And it's like, Why would she ever think it was? Who, does, who else does she think is dressed like Spider Man? She's only saying that because she, the actress Zendaya, knows. <laughs> That it's actually Andrew Garfield. And I swear to God that's something she improvised. Because those mov- these movies have that, like, feel of, like, some of the chuffa between characters. And it's, like, entirely chuffa. Is, like, them just, like, fucking with each other. So I feel like that's just something she said. Because they were like, okay, be confused while, well, you know. And it's ruin Anyway. Fucking terrible. Um,
0: there was Andrew, one f- Andrew looks... Very sad right now. I
1: thought it was awful. It's like it's (laughs) it's shocking to me that this movie, obviously, to me, it's just a monument to the excesses of this moment. Because like surprisingly, given that it's, it's, this is a movie with a bunch of Spider Mans from a bunch of different universes. And I could not imagine a movie further from, en- from Into the Spider-Verse, which it so obviously wants to be. And it's, like, the opposite of Into the Spider-Verse, in spite, in- in spite of having a lot of Spider-Mans in it. Um,
2: it's Did you a, see it- Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know you saw it.
1: It was beautiful. It's beautiful. It's it, it's it's moving and sweet and actually funny, and exactly every exactly beat for beat this movie except g- like great and then this one fucking sucks ass. Um, I think like this is a movie where the cops shoot Peter Parker, like that's. <laughs> and when you've seen when you've seen the beginning of this film or the way that they handle like Doc, it's just idea wise, I get the premise of like, oh, Peter Parker is the kind of guy who would try to come up with a way to to help these guys instead of just like kill them or send them back to be killed. Like that makes sense for the character. It's just the way it's executed is so terrible. And I feel like Garfield and McGuire acted like they had guns to their heads. And if you've seen Andrew Garfield talk about this movie in public because he's constantly asked, like, are you in it? Are you in it? And, like, I know he's an actor. Maybe it's a bit. But he responds as if he fucking hates talking about this. He well, hates being asked. Well, he's been asked
2: it five times a day for the last nine months. I know.
1: And it's, like, it, and to me, I felt in his performance. And I, Andrew Garfield, who was in seemingly every movie this year, and I like him, and he did great. And there's one, there's there were two things that I liked in this movie. One is I thought it was funny when Jamie Foxx, and Sandman, who is obviously not really there, uh, like, uh, are talking about how they ended up, how they end up, and they both fell into like vats of shit. And then Jamie Foxx just goes, man, gotta be careful where you fall. That actually made me laugh because Jamie Foxx is funny and says it in a funny way. And the other thing I liked was having Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man save MJ was like, okay, that's a good idea. That's a good comic booky idea. He acts it very well. Um, great. And I don't mind, like, I don't care that the movie is fan service in the sense that, like, it rewards you for knowing, for having seen all these movies. That's fine. Um, I just need it. It was, I thought it was so bad. And then at the very end, Venom is there. Just as, like, the cherry on the shit Sunday. Fucking Venom. The worst
0: Character really I've the ever movie, seen shows
1: up. Yes. Um,
0: is Kirsten so yeah. Dunst in it? No,
1: no. So I said my oh. last. My summary of this review is: I I feel like Mike, and I hate that because I'm so <laughs> shocked. This movie has a 20% better score on Rotten Tomatoes than The French Dispatch, which honestly I want oh, wow. to kill myself. Like I don't want to live in this world anymore, and that's Mike, and that's how this welcome movie to the club. <laughs> Like
0: um, I'm gonna uh, mail you your little badge and hat, and you <laughs> will uh, you'll get the membership papers uh, via email.
1: I'm oh. truly so baffled because like I watched this before I knew what the reviews were like. I watched this before I really knew if the fandom was like satisfied by it. Um, mm. I watched it again, not expecting to hate it or not even coming close to expecting it to be my worst movie of the year, and I fucking despised it. It is fucking trash.
2: <laughs> Oh my and God! You have world, to stop. You have to stop. Best, <laughs> this is like too the much. I can't. Weekend. I can't. I can't take it anymore. I can't. Andrew, I can't. Andrew, I can't. Andrew is, is looking like do. he's of actually in pain. This is like not. This is not fun anymore. <laughs> <So It's laughs> we have to horrible. move on to another movie. Okay. It's horrible.
1: You didn't put it on your t- top of the list. You haven't mentioned it.
0: Well, we haven't gotten to his top yet. Haven't, we, we haven't I haven't got, got we to fucking talk about it yet.
1: Okay. Horrible.
0: All right. All right. Let's all take a breath.
1: Ninety-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: We're all friends because we love each other. We go way back. I mean, yeah, we're of course, we're all good buddies. <laughs> it's just a fucking so movie. <laughs> I just, I want to pull Andrew back from the uh, brink here. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, so we'll do top tens next, right?
2: I have honorable mentions, <clears throat> and then I have my top ten. And then I have, um, I have a most anticipated, which and oh. tentative which are both very short. So my okay. honorable mentions so. would be next then I would do my top 10. Yeah, go for the honorable mentions then we we'll... <sighs> Fuck, okay. <laughs> honorable men- honorable mentions. Fast 9, No Time to Die, <laughs> Suicide Squad, <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> No Way Suicide Home. The Suicide Squad. <sighs> uh, They'll take sure. your
1: movie's badge away.
2: I think I feel like you've already taken it and taken a big shit <laughs> on it. You- I'm like, sorry, um, you
1: just gave it an honorable mention. That's not, you're not, that's not a sacred cow.
2: Okay. It's not a sacred cow. But no, I did really, I did, in all honesty, I did really like Spider-Man No Way Home. I agree with a, 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 a big percentage of what you said. Um, I think in a movie that big and with so many insane things that the audience has to accept, um, I felt Tom Holland was always a shining anchor. Um it was mm-hmm. so much fun to watch Willem Dafoe. That dude is can do no wrong. See, I felt like it was incredible in fun this movie
1: to watch them um, take one of the best comic book villains of all time and just
2: You got to let me, make you got to let man. me have, okay. Okay. you got to <laughs> let me have something here, kid.
1: <laughs> He's good though, but it's just a bummer.
2: Okay. Anyway, um Yeah, anyway, moving on from that. Uh West Side Stories on here. Dune Dune mm-hmm. would probably have made my top 10 had it been a whole movie. Um King but
0: you guys don't uh, think
1: that's a criticism, right? It's just like it just is a fact.
0: I yeah. mean, I have criticisms of Dune, but, but meaning my major the fact one,
1: that it's two movies is okay or no.
2: I, I think mean it's fine. I wish it was I wish they'd started making the fucking second one and said yes, I gotta wait three years. That's a problem. But that's it's that's a lo- that's a logistical problem. That's not like that's not it's not an issue with the storytelling. Um if they had just called it Dune. It would have like that. W- that would make it a criticism if the movie was called Dune and it was only half the movie. Then I would I would be criticizing. Is it the not fact called they, Dune? But the fact that it's called Dune and then the little part one fades in oh, right after the title. It's just like okay, well I know where I am now. Um, so yeah, but I yeah I love Dune. Um, King Richard. I was a movie. Uh, you know, uh, I've said a lot of bad things about biopics, but I do you really think that.
1: He's gonna get nominated because it seems like he's really in the conversation for that.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he will because it's that kind of performance. I will say that like I'm watching the movie and like I know he's doing a good job, but I'm sitting there wondering like, is this a real person? You know, because he's yeah. doing like a whole, he's a full it body, looked full very biopic. Yeah, it's very biopic, but it's also Will Smith. Like he's able to like do like yeah. he can do that and also kind of get above mm. it in a way. Um, did you know that
1: um, Marvel is trying to get Spider-Man No Way Home nominated for best picture
2: well that's I hope they They, succeed
1: I hope they succeed and I hope it wins
2: can we never talk about Spider-Man No Way Home (laughs) again like starting (laughs) now please (sighs) thank you okay so uh, King, King Richard Really liked it. Uh, It did do that thing at the end where, uh, you know, you're watching the credits and you see, like, actual footage (sighs) of the real person. So it was like, okay, I I guess this is a real dude. And I guess Will Smith actually did a note perfect. So I feel like I'm kind of sounds like I'm criticizing this movie, but I did like it. Um, No Sudden move, Soderbergh's movie from this year. It's kind of a slow burner, but it was... Mm -hmm. uh, It was really funny. It's really cool to, you know, I feel like we don't get enough uh, Don Cheadle in a starring role. So that was fun. And it, you know, it's a big ensemble cast um, in a Soderbergh movie. Um, But I I really liked it. Um, I've got Titan on here, which is one of the most insane movies I've seen. Um, It's about a murderess who gets uh, impregnated by a car um, and then goes and finds... A surrogate fo it's bizarre, but it's kind of weird and cool um that
1: was um Lee's I think Lee couldn't decide if that or the uh drive drive my car was his favorite movie of the year. They were like tied kind of mm-hmm. he, likes he his cars. loved that movie it made him cry i think
2: um but yeah, it's been a while since I feel like I've seen like a a body horror movie in general, and this one really got to me. Um, Do you think
1: I would like that Spielberg or Soderbergh movie? I haven't even heard of it, but it's, like, Benicio and, like, would I like it or was it the bump? Bon- is has two sides to me.
2: <laughs> I think this one is a little bit more, like, it, it's... Okay. It's long. Maybe that'll be a problem for you. Um, but everybody's pretty good. I don't know. I You know what? I can't... I can't predict it.
1: Okay. <laughs> Certainly not right I now. I truly
2: can't. I really can't. Um, uh, Malignant is on this list. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we talked about that last, last time. Red Rocket is still on this list, even though it is a movie that I feel like I can't quite palate. Um, I know that it's good, and I still can't stop thinking about it. So um, it's got that going for it. Uh, Nobody. Speaking of bus fights, um, nobody is uh oh, yeah. Bob Odenkirk action movie from earlier this year. Yeah. I couldn't Great. get that into that one. Oh, okay.
0: It kinda it just like it seemed fun or it seemed like I something I would dig, but then it just mm-hmm. kinda had this like really like low energy to start with. And I think it was probably gonna ramp up to big stuff, but I just I it was one I got from the library and it had holds on it, so I had to return it. But uh, oh, okay. It's worth following the, through with that oh, one. Oh, you never finished it? I never did, no.
2: Did you get to any of the action?
0: Yeah, there was some, I feel like. There's an really incredible
2: remember. set piece in the middle of the movie. It's it's this, like, f- he, like, takes out, like, four thugs on a bus, kind of like what we yeah. were talking about earlier mm-hmm. with the Marvel movie. And it's, like, it's like on the same level, but it's freaking Better Call Saul doing it. Okay. And it's
0: believable. Um, it's the John Wick guys, right? Yes. Uh, like one of them, I producers think. Producers or something. Yes. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll have to pick that up again. I don't think it, at this point, has holds or anything, so anyways that's um not, yeah, not right, it's, yeah
2: it's 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 worth it it's it's a okay. uh, you know as a, it's an honorable mention so um you know you, you i wouldn't say you have to run out and get it but i'll i'll definitely watch it again at some point I, yeah i really enjoyed it um so yeah those are my honorable mentions did i say west side Ooh. story west side story yes. is an honorable yeah.
0: mention as well okay all right cool all right top tens right
2: uh yeah let's do it okay do we do? So should we? So I I would go in rec, uh, in receding order. Is that okay. how you say that? Like like just mm-hmm. like worst to best. Is that fun? And mm-hmm. should we should we should we each just go through them, or should we like start with our top ten? So, like go ten. I don't Let's really have a them. top
1: ten list though.
0: Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, then we've kind of got your thoughts on several of the movies, and yeah. so I guess if we do one that you haven't covered. Yeah, it I just have that. a best.
1: I just have a best and worst, and then like I can say what other ones that I think were the best, but they're not in
2: order.
0: Right, and I've covered my favorites, so why don't you just go through your? Yeah, I think we should let ten, Andrew ten to run one. It, okay, cool. Show. Yeah. All right, here we go. Top. So uh,
2: at number ten, favorite movie of the year: Benedetta, uh, hmm. Paul Verhoeven's uh, raunchy lesbian uh, nun movie. Um, just. An insane movie. Truly. I insane. really wanted um, to
1: get to that, but I just did not have time to <laughs> watch it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you'll like it. Maybe you will. Um, but I, I loved it. It was very funny um, and real nasty. Um, number nine, the beta test. Uh, oh, I've, yeah. Jim Cummings is uh, fairly new and I, he's had three movies and I think three bangers. Um, he did Thunder Road which i loved it's such a weird um comedy it's it's co- it's like the co- it's like a coen brothers comedy but it's also got its own sort of flavor i don't know it's it's hard to really explain but his movies tend to be about like grief or something like that but uh um or at least Thunder Road is um Sorry, I'm rambling because Denise just walked in and I didn't know what was going on. Um, that was okay. Anyway, Thunder Road was really good. Then he did a horror movie. He did Robert Forster's last movie. Uh, he did a, The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which is a, like also kind of comedy. And that's uh, it's sort of like a werewolf dark comedy, sort of. Um, but it's great. It's like Fargo. Um, and then the beta test is sort of about the internet, I guess. Um, but uh, his movies are very small, very like he doesn't have a he's clearly he's like a guy who um you know mortgages his house to get his movies made um so the fact that he's able to make movies that feel like very compelling with what i expect is almost no money is incredible um but i loved yeah i loved the beta test i thought it was great um green knight is number eight um we already talked about that mm-hmm. gorgeous movie um nomadland is number seven Oh, was that Nomadland? this year? Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Yeah. Totally forgot about that yeah. movie.
2: <laughs> Great movie. It's uh, Chloe's out. Uh, she, she, like, just made it uh, during downtime after she finished Eternals. And um, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, <sighs> you've got another performance, you know, an, a, a fantastic actor working with um, non-actors um, and creating some very compelling uh, stuff. Uh, Minari is number six um freaking love steven yuen i'm so glad he got out from underneath the thumb of uh the walking dead because that dude is great and he's in a lot of yeah very interesting things right now um five is lamb uh which is i think i talked about a little bit last week four is pig which i also talked about and then three licorice pizza (laughs) again Loved this movie. Um, just so cozy and, and funny. It's so funny. Ugh. Um, And uh, two is The Last Duel. And my wow. number one favorite movie of the year is Power of the Dog. Cool. All right.
1: Wow, The Last Duel, number two. I'm not even criticizing. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just... I never thought Ridley Scott would be there again.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you and me both, sister. Like, I... <laughs> I have I have been tell I've been telling the dude to retire for 15 years he
0: well, it's a good thing he,
2: he didn't good thing he didn't listen yeah, to you it's a good thing he made bad movie <laughs> yeah. after bad movie and then <laughs> it somehow made worse and worse movies and then managed to
0: surprise yeah, me a really good movie all right well we kind of covered my top two which were mm-hmm. my like actual tops Uh, so yeah French Dispatch Malignant uh, I would even say Last Duel would be up there in like movies that i'll definitely watch again then probably my mid-tier was a quiet place part two dune almost entirely because it's just not the full thing Uh, i think otherwise that would be maybe higher up there for sure uh last night in soho we discussed already uh power of the dog i did i thought it was it was good but i also think part of the the downside of kind of trying to cram before we do an end of your mm-hmm. episode type of thing is just i wasn't really like in the mood for that kind of a movie um yeah. but but by the end of it though i was like all right like that was cool like you know like because it's um i guess for anybody on seeing it it's slower uh and very i don't know uh you kind of just have to soak it all in and the things that end up happening are it's everything's just very subtle i guess is the word i'm looking for and uh yeah but then it kind of culminates in this thing where you're like, oh wow, like that was uh that sounded sarcastic like I was actually like surprised <laughs> and like you know, mm-hmm. but um anyhow, so yeah, it was a good movie um, I also think part of my reaction was that like andrew uh two or three coworkers and a, and a friend had been like like blown oh, and a podcast I listened to like were like totally blown away by it, and so then you sit down to it and it's as quiet and slow as it is, and so it's a little bit like expectations versus the thing but uh but i do think it's probably one i'll i'll watch again um and the uh yeah the cast in that movie was really good i don't usually even like benedict cumberbatch but uh i thought i think you guys had kind of talked about how how well he did yeah Mm -hmm. like with that role and um anyhow i I like him a lot but i think he's such a he's such
2: a thespian i feel like yeah if that makes any sense like he, he feels like such a stage actor in that yes. he takes these, he is Bigger really swings. drawn to take <clears throat> big swings. Exactly, big swings. Mm-hmm. Um, even like, I, you know, I, I tried to watch a number of years ago, I tried to watch uh, the Julian Assange movie he made. Yeah. And it was like the oh, yeah. thing that he's doing is probably somewhat accurate, but it's like accurate if Julian Assange was on stage, he, you know? Yeah.
1: He plays that kind of guy a lot too, like, just like a guy who's smarter than everybody, and it's either mm-hmm. like a sad meat guy who's smarter than everybody, or a kind of dick guy who's smarter than everybody. This was in that wheelhouse in a way. It's This is sure. a dick who thinks he's smarter than everybody, I think, but, it was it felt a little bit different from his typical thing and I think he was very good casting for it and probably really well directed by one of the best living directors and he did a really good job I think. I would not be upset if he won for that performance.
0: Yeah. I can see that it's definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
2: I think I think I agree. Um yeah. And I also liked um you know, I watched I feel like I've watched a lot of Benedict Cumberbatch movies recently, but just like. He was in it, a lot. It, yeah. But like, watch, I watched The Current War as well. And, um, you know, kind of the same thing, maybe a little more subtle, but it's it's just, I don't know. He's definitely drawn to like historical yeah. figures um, who are kind of big and then doing his sort of thing with it. I think um, I watched so like he's...
1: five or six Benedict Cumberbatch movies this year.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's it's like, cool that pops he pops up in a lot. It's cool that he does, and I feel like he, you know, even though he's kind of doing his thing, I feel like he also, he he does a lot, you know? It's not Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's not like Robert Downey Jr. who became Iron Man then didn't do anything for 15 years. I think he was one of
1: the more pleasant parts of No Way Home as well, actually. I think he, like, was funny and felt lived in, and it's like, obviously, he's taking over for Tony Stark, and, you know, he's filling the shoes, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. The plat- the platform wedge sneakers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So the rest of my what I would so after Power of the Dog, I would say like maybe like lower mid tier, which mm-hmm. were movies that I thought were fine, but like <laughs> wouldn't really make a list in a year where I'd seen more movies. Uh, Conjuring three. Um, yeah. I was a little let down because I love both you For sure. and me, Andrew, like love the first two of those movies and even mm-hmm. some of the little side stories, but like um. Yeah, I thought it was fine, but it wasn't remarkable. Uh, I watched Red Notice the other day. Oh boy. which is like the most Netflix movie that I've seen uh, because it's really just like great cast. Um, but like it's like three different. It's like specifically mm-hmm. yeah. three different movies. It's meant to be not watched. It's meant to just be streamed when you're not paying attention. <laughs> not or, watched, but streamed. Yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, and it really like. Even if you
2: even if you set out to watch it, you, you will find
0: yes. that you are just streaming it. It just resists your, <laughs> which, your is I,
2: which is what I did, which yeah. is what I
0: did.
1: I like this distinction between watching and streaming.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good, and it's it's like I know that Netflix uses like they collect information on when people tune out and all this to like to fine tune their movies, if not to fully and create it their movies. It ain't it so. ain't working. <laughs> no i mean it just yeah no and you know like they also get like power of the dog like that's on netflix only that is a yeah. netflix movie yeah. and so like Irish oh, men, like theaters too they get their their good movies but mm-hmm. uh well right yeah they do the theatrical too. i just mean but the, like it's it's, it's, a it's the big thing.
2: stuff i think it's, it's the specifically with well not necessarily specifically but just like comedies and blockbusters yeah i feel like is has not been a place for them
0: yeah it's just it's like It's slurry, I think is the word I would use. Like it just, it's (laughs) like they just mix everything together and you just get this weird paste. Uh, And I
2: I didn't like, I didn't hate the movie. I, you know, I'm, I'm a Ryan Reynolds apologist. So I, you know, he makes me laugh and I, I give the rock a lot of shit, but he is, uh, you know, a, uh, a shining star of charisma. Gal Gadot, don't think I like her. I think I've finally come around to that. She is a good looking lady. But she is. I don't think a very good actress. Um, I I haven't but, watched
1: the movie, but I watched like a video breakdown on it, and they made what I think is a good point that like to me, it's the same, it's the same problem that plagues the Marvel movies. I don't end up liking, um, and which is the movie is undermining its story constantly by like winking at the audience or having characters make jokes when something. Yeah horrible has just happened. And it's like that's a style of like that's like almost like an Adam Sandler comedy style that can work. It doesn't work in Adam Sandler movies, but like, you know, I've seen movies that are funny where the characters are just constantly like mm-hmm. like talking about how crazy the shit that's happening is or undermining well, I
0: think, it. Yeah. So like the way I talked about I think when I was talking to Sarah about it is like having Ryan Reynolds be the character he was in Red Notice, and I, I gather this is kind of how he is in uh, Deadpool and mm-hmm. maybe Free Guy and stuff. It's it's like kind of inviting, like, the family guy style of, yeah. like, jokiness, yeah, like, commentary sure. into your movie. Um, and so and it's, it's, it's like a having good Peter example. Griffin there.
1: Deadpool's a it, good example okay. of one that apparently works for people, I think. I mean, it's yeah. not my thing, but, like, people like those movies, and that's the whole thing that's the whole thing that's the whole bit of the movie and people like that um but i don't want james bond to do that like i don't right. <laughs> i don't want spider-man to do that i don't want every movie it's like to me what it comes across is like okay well these guys don't even think this is interesting like shit's exploding in front of them and they don't care why the fuck should i care
0: right it kind of feels like uh yeah lack of confidence in the movie itself yeah. which you don't want if you're if you're actually enjoying the movie that's kind of the last thing you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um whereas Red Notice though it's like it, w- it really was fine. It's it's like right down the middle like yeah, it's it's hard to say something was Isn't terrible it? about it. Um other Isn't than shot Isn't it shocking
2: how like every movie the Rock in uh is in has to end up in the jungle somehow?
0: I was going to say yeah, like uh <laughs> after this in Jungle Cruise I actually because you, you said earlier when you were talking about Jungle Cruise, like there's that twist at the end. And I was like, uh, what was the twist? Because I just, I'm only picturing <laughs> Red Notice. <laughs> and then you said it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. He's a ghost, a pirate ghost, hmm. or a mm-hmm. conquistador ghost. But mm-hmm. uh, anyhow, so then, okay, the next one, 8 uh, Bit Christmas, which was one oh, that yeah. just popped up on HBO Max. I didn't, I haven't really heard anybody talk about it, but it's like Neil Patrick Harris telling a story to his daughter about when he got a Nintendo as a kid. And it's very yeah. like, 80s nostalgia has kind of gotten it's it's gotten just straight tiresome uh but uh and it's also it it kind of felt like somebody who had read like a wikipedia of 80s pop culture but maybe not actually been (laughs) alive in the 80s like -hmm. made it uh but it just i don't know it had a charm to it and it was just like a nice like you know a lot of times we'll put something on on streaming and it's just there's just something like obnoxious about it or it just doesn't click and i was like i could i could watch this i'll probably never watch it again but it was like it was a good little one-timer
2: It was charming. Um, it was a very like a Christmas story kind of movie. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a remake. And so it was just it was sort of easy to watch. I I thought Steve Zahn and June Diane Raphael were fun as the parents. Yeah. Um. And, you know, MPH is always nice. Um. But yeah, it was it was just like easy to easy to watch. And I had I had I think we watched it like on Christmas or something like after we opened presents. We're just laying on the couch and it was like, you know what? This is fine. I can do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably one again, if you're kind of in and out of the room, you know. Yeah, for sure. Sonya. Uh the I last might have fallen one, asleep at one point. <laughs> the yeah. Um the last one that I even saw this year, so now we will have covered every movie I saw because this is the last one that's not actually on my bottom three, was one uh with Jared Leto uh and Denzel Washington, uh called The Little Things. Oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah. That's a that's not a very good movie. It really wasn't. But I like again, Sarah and I watched this one on HBO and it was like the, i really i feel like the first two thirds were just fine and then in the final third it got real bad it tried to get bigger than it had been and it was like yeah yeah but anyways i, I really feel... don't remember much about it other than that yeah was my it's, reaction.
2: I, rem, I, rem, I remember it feeling like a movie that like if they had just like it's like it's like oh instead of instead of taking a, a right let's take a left and then were were in good territory yeah it was like it wasn't like horrible it was just like the th- the story they told just ended up being not compelling
0: yeah it, yeah it but it reminded
2: it. me it, it reminded me of movie of a of a movies that i like like or not like but just that i find cozy for some reason i find like 90s uh kind of like crime thrillers like this that yeah are kind of like slow burnish um, you know like not not specifically the i'm gonna rattle off some mo- some bad movies but i'm thinking of like kiss the girls and, mm-hmm. and the bone collector which aren't good but like movies silence of the lambs or something like that right just like um this it's a, it reminded me of a very specific type of movie that they don't really make very much of anymore yeah but then but then it just wasn't very good
0: yeah but yeah and so that is my top 13 which is also my bottom 13. Um, but uh, anyhow. Yeah. So discoveries. Is that our next category? Sure. Okay. And I'll go real quick when we do this because I have several. And I know we've been going for two hours. So uh, does anybody want to do their discoveries first since I just did my 10? or
1: I have I five. Don't.
0: Okay. You want to go, Kit?
1: Okay. Number five. Slaves of New York. Um, which joins the subgenre of movies I watch to get ready to go out. Um and the other movie in that category is the documentary Unzipped. Um, and it's also about artists with great clothes suffering in New York. I thought it was very funny and beautiful and about the art world. And I just really, it, it's considered a really bad movie. Like, I think Roger Ebert gave it like a horrible review. Um, but I really liked it. Um, and I think I'll watch it again it's cool it's it's really cute it's Bernadette Peters and she's very it was very I thought it was very funny um just people being assholes um anyway Stanley Tucci Mercedes ruler in it like they're funny anyway really liked it um number four I would say tremors Tremors yeah. is so fucking good. Like, I, yep. Sh- Tremors was in a way like the most fun I had watching a movie this year. Just like part, but bo- part, both because it's like funny and good and creative and just like, you know, mm-hmm. everything you kind of want a movie to be. And then also just because I was sitting there the whole time going, like, shit, I can't believe this is what Tremors is. Yeah. Like, I really just didn't know. Um, but yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, Number three, Josie and the Pussycats. I'm so fucking glad I finally watched this movie. It's still so relevant, <laughs> and also one of the funniest yeah. comedies of the 2000s. I think like Tara Reid is an unsung comedy icon. She made me laugh so fucking hard in that movie. She's so yeah. funny and She's it's really, so good.
2: Yeah, I agree. Really good, good movie. One. Now it's, I think it's aged really well to be yes. Honest. Like I saw it in I saw it in theaters, and you know. Granted, I was, what, 12? So, you know, a lot of this stuff probably didn't make a ton of sense to me. And it just felt like kind of like a spoof. Um, but, like, as I've grown older, and I feel like it's gotten better for me.
1: Yeah, it's a really good satire while mm-hmm. still having, like, a little bit of a sweetness <laughs> at the center of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Really good movie. Now, here's where you guys get pissed. So, number two, my number two favorite movie um, is the Castlevania series on Netflix. Um. I oh. will ad- I will admit that it's not a movie, but it feels wrong to me not to mention it. Um, and it had its final season this year, and I watched the whole series this year. And it's like my favorite, one of my second favorite thing that I quote unquote watched. Uh, I binged the whole. S- so so it's hilarious. It's really really funny. It is hyper violent, like like bashing babies against a brick wall. Violent, but it's a cartoon. It's super depressing. It's really romantic and philosophical. And I just every time I think about it, I have to rewatch at least an episode if I like I'll probably watch one after this. Um, the voice acting is unparalleled. The action is so fucking good. The hero is named Trevor and he's actually cool. He has two whips, as you may have heard. Um, and I've heard so many people who know about this kind of thing say that this is the best video game adaptation ever. And I have no trouble believing it. I think it's really, really, really awesome. Um And then number one, ready to get even more pissed, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, um, which I believe is the best (laughs) Western movie of all time. It just happens to be like 60 plus hours long. Um, The story, the acting, the cinematography, it's just, it's a movie you can play. um, And it's just the most immersive, like well-made thing out of all media that I think I've ever experienced. Like, I think it made me feel the way Avatar made those really stupid guys feel. And it, it like it actually it, it made me think like, should I go camping? Like, which is like it made me want to be in nature more truly like and I've been in nature more since I played that game. Um, wow. And I don't know one single person who has finished it in story mode who I could talk about it with, which is fucking shocking. Um, but anyway,
2: I, I, I have finished it.
1: You t- hadn't when I was playing it. You told me
2: that's no, no, no
1: okay brandon
2: hadn't it's it's, fantastic like two years ago
1: (laughs) i really want everyone like like i I really want everyone to at least experience the story like it's so good and the acting is so good it's really good so yeah red dead redemption 2 is the best non-2021 movie that i saw this year (laughs) all
0: right andrew do you want to do your discoveries Oh, and you... I don't have. Discoveries. I'm not talking about anything
1: we watched for the podcast. There were things that you guys assigned to me that would make this list, but we've uh, we've talked about them, or the oh, episodes yeah. are not out yet, so like I don't want to say what they were. But there were things that both of you assigned that like I really really liked.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't have discoveries. I have my I have all I have left are my most anticipated, and then my one
0: tentative. Okay, Mike, okay. what's
1: your what's your discoveries?
0: So yeah, so my top discoveries. Uh, the first best discovery of the year, uh police story by with Jackie Chan. I had never seen mm-hmm. it. Yes, and yes, so great so, movie. So good. I loved, I loved it. it. I watched that um, too. So that should have been
1: on my list. I forgot.
0: That's yeah. Great, great movie. Um and I like I've seen a ton of Jackie Chan movies. I just never seen I that hear,
2: one. I <laughs> hear I hear they get better too. Like I have I haven't watched it yet, but I've got obviously the criterion comes with one and two. So right. I've got two. And then I I special ordered uh a region one version of uh police police <clears throat> story three apparently michelle Yu is incredible in it okay and uh so There's... anyway i think well that, I, I went i the... went through and looked at like the whole series to figure out like okay what are the really really good ones yeah i think like i think the first three and maybe i think she might have her own spinoff that's supposed to be good so maybe like the first three to five of them are supposed to be like bangers
0: okay and then the, the fourth one is just it was released here as first strike i think if i'm getting that right so it it's confusing because like there's like one is
2: called one of the police stories i think is called super cop yeah in that's the, the united states yeah. yeah okay so i so haven't that's seen the super one I... cop,
0: but first strike was one of the i think maybe the first jackie chan movie i saw my dad and i just went to mm-hmm. go see it like one afternoon and i've always loved first strike that's great great yeah. movie so yeah so this is fun to kind of get uh to the first one i suppose um the second best discovery was to live and die in la which i had never seen before yes. this year and just absolutely like i watched Gorgeous. it on a saturday afternoon when like sarah was out with her friends and uh mm-hmm. i just had time in my life it was wonderful um night of the juggler i think i told you if i, if I didn't tell you both <laughs> i did tell andrew to go check it out um excellent movie uh, it's one that, great title uh, yeah yeah uh it's a very weird title um, considering what it is, it's it's not about a juggler. It's I can't even remember why the guy's name is the juggler. But basically the juggler is the bad guy. He kidnaps he's trying to kidnap the daughter of a wealthy guy, and he accidentally kidnaps the daughter of a um uh a former police officer who's been like fired. I can't remember if there was some sort of like use of force incident or if he shot somebody, mm-hmm. I don't remember. But he's just kind of a guy. Like he's just I think he's in between jobs still, he's unemployed. Anyways, it's James Brolin. And um, he uh, sees the guy kidnap his daughter because they look similar. So I don't know. Anyways, he grabs her, pulls her into the car and it immediate. And that's like the first couple minutes of the movie. And then from there, it's just like he just goes and goes and goes and goes and does not stop pursuing this guy for the entire movie. Um, And it's crazy. It's just like it's it's like a an action scene to to start the movie. That's just so long that at a point you pop out of it for a second. You're like, wait, how long has this been going on for? And like, how am I like this, this into it? So it almost doesn't feel like it has the first, second, third act structure that movies have. It's just like a chase. And it's really cool. Uh, and it's just totally lost. It's it's I think I don't even know if it ever had a DVD. It certainly hasn't had a Blu-ray. So it just came out in 1980 and uh, VHS and then faded away. Uh, or I mean, it was a theatrical thing. But anyhow, uh, I'll be quicker for the other ones. Uh, One-Eyed Jacks with Marlon Brando. I watched you, that too. In yeah. In the
2: last, I think probably I think I watched it like two and a half years ago or something. Okay. That's a great movie. Yes, I thought it That's, was great. He directed it too. It's the only movie I ever directed.
0: True. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Uh. I also watched The Apartment for the first time, which I had never seen. Um. I watched a lot of Alfred Hitchcock movies this year, and then The Trouble with Harry kind of got me on a Shirley, Mac- uh, Shirley MacLaine kick. Um. And so I watched The Apartment because it was just on something to mm-hmm. stream. I think it was on Criterion. And, yeah, it was an excellent, excellent movie. And people always say it's one of the best movies of all time. And Mm -hmm. um, I just had never gotten to it. And, yeah, so I watched it, and it was great. Loved it. Um, Next was Cruising, uh, William Friedkin, uh, the one uh, with Al Pacino and everything. It was Mm -hmm. great. I've never Um, seen it. It had been on my list for a really long time. Just because, like, I think I initially heard of it because of, like, all the controversy. And then I saw Mm -hmm. it. And it's obviously, like, like all movies that are, you know, swept up in these controversies. It's it's kind of like I can see what they were talking about, but it that was dumb and it's a great movie. Um uh Die Hard 2, I had never seen. Saw that for the first time. Really loved it. Uh I wasn't as big on Die Hard 3, but I liked Die Hard 2 a lot. Um, lo- are you you liked Die Hard 2 I love more Die Hard than 3. you liked Die Hard 3. Yeah. I
1: love Die Hard 3.
0: Yeah. I thought it stuff. was it was fine. But Die Hard 2, I think it's because it's like the setting like just like going in and out all the little nooks and crannies at an airport i like that like that, and that's it's just, felt just like a s- thing. S-
2: it's, for me Die Hard Two is just like the stupider version of die hard
1: but mike i, no, I mean, is it's not as mike good mike only hard. mike almost only cares about where a movie takes place
0: <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh, i like i like the uh you know seeing the stuff you don't get to see at the airport that's exciting to me it's a thrill uh and I'll, I'll stop there um i have i have a list of about 30 more. Well, no, no. Maybe 20 more. But uh, I'll, I'll do them real quick. Yeah, point Blake, uh Point Blank, uh, Breaking Away, Miracle on 34th you Street. You watched Breaking Away? Yeah.
1: I've been trying to get Andrew to watch that forever.
0: Very good movie. I will I will support your efforts to get him to I see it. I think Andrew would movie.
1: really like that movie.
0: Yeah. Really good, like, coming of age uh, kind of yeah. movie. Um, Psycho 2 really surprised me. I really enjoyed that. I gotta um, watch that you haven't seen okay you haven't seen that one yet Mm-mm. it's good I, uh, I liked it better than uh, psycho 3 um but,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah i hear they go they they nose pretty quick but I, yeah. I i always hear that i always hear that psycho 2 is uh like pretty surprisingly yeah.
0: good yeah so like i think approach it not as it's going to be like psycho but approach it as like it's an 80s horror movie and it just kind of picks yeah. up you know that story and then does an 80s mm-hmm. thing with it and then, like that's mm-hmm. it's it's good it's i think it's um oh can't think of his name is it richard franklin it's the fellow did like road games and stuff um oh okay but anyhow it it was good um saboteur speaking of uh well richard franklin is often like one of the people who they say is like uh a hitchcock uh acolyte Mm. and uh so there you go saboteur hitchcock uh i had never seen this one before and when i was doing all my my watch through of all of his uh hitchcock's talkies this one really stood out uh just i'm kind of surprised you don't hear about it uh, more. It's I think is as good as if not better than some of the Hitchcocks you do hear about. Um, and yeah, just a really good kind of he means Innocent man on the run. What's that?
1: I said he means vertigo.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, vertigo is definitely better than this. But like, okay. like stuff. I mean, I don't like the birds. I did watch the birds again. And I was just like, it's like a camp classic for sure. But just in terms of good movies, that is not a very good movie. Um and uh, anyhow saboteur was good child's play 2 was a fun one uh the anderson tapes is an old uh, heist movie with sean connery it was real good i huh. like that one a lot okay uh the hot rock another great heist movie um that had robert redford in it um eight great million titles yeah uh, <laughs> uh eight million ways to die is a hal ashby film that felt absolutely nothing like any other hal ashby film i've seen uh it felt actually a lot like um you know maybe like a long goodbye uh mm. like the the altman or even like i mean not as funny as the big lebowski but or like inherent vice so like that kind of like like sure kind of stoner or drunk detective who just kind of stumbles into this bigger conspiracy and kind of gets swept up in it um but it was good jeff bridges is, is in that one and then um was a uh, rosanna was a rosanna arquette i can't remember Rosanne Barr. <sighs> no not Rosanne Barr. Now uh, that
2: will be a that would be a, a ja, duo. To, yeah, that'd be a to, very different
0: to, film. Um, but Bram Stoker's Dracula was new to me this year. Uh, there was a movie called uh, Lisa, which has the girl from Step by Step in it, uh, and it was Suzanne just Ann Summers. No, no, no. It's like the girl that was like the older daughter, the blonde one. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's in it, and it's just like it's like this girl, it's like a teenage girl who makes. I don't think they're making prank calls or what, but she like gets the number she sees this guy that she thinks is cute and he's a he's an older guy he's like a waiter at a restaurant and she somehow gets his number and then starts calling him like anonymously and pretending to be like an older woman and what we know that she doesn't is that he's a serial killer and <laughs> um it's 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 very like hokey maybe like 80s tv movie type of thing and i don't know if it was i think it may have had theatrical but i don't know straight to video at least but i don't know it was just really good really fun it's um it reminded me of like it's like a junior de palma or something like de palma for kids but obviously not nearly as stylish or anything but just that kind of like his 80s thrillers it kind of felt maybe in that vein uh okay and then the victim with elizabeth montgomery great tv movie uh, from the 70s. Uh, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge was a good little. Uh, uh, His name's uh, even
1: Eric? Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it was good. Good uh, 80s horror movie. Kind of surprised me. Fright Night Part 2 was very good. Uh, Return of the Living Dead Part 2 was very good. I liked The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. I had never seen that oh, one. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Um, Wish Upon a Star. Kath- uh, Kit and I watched that one. Uh, the Catherine Heigl Disney movie. Uh, The Dead Zone, the Cronenberg one, I'd never seen. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, Rolling Thunder uh, was a good one. That was one uh, Quentin Tarantino has always talked about and highly recommended. It was good for sure. Uh, The King of New York with Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. Uh, Abel Abel, Abel Ferreira? Yep. Yeah, Yeah, that's the one. It was really good. Uh, And then my final three were like movies that weren't really like good. Like, oh, I recommend you check this out. But just movies that I watched and was like, this is just... This is my kind of thing. Um and it was Phantoms, which was a late 90s movie with like Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck and Rose McGowan. Yes. Uh, it's such a weird movie. It is Peter so O'Toole, bizarre, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Peter O'Toole is in it. Um just, it, yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's, totally off the rails yeah, yeah yeah and it's just not at all what i was expecting um but i've kind of found that with a lot of dean kuhn's adaptations he's more of like almost like a horror sci-fi guy for than sure like a stephen king kind of horror guy absolutely and so he, it's always just gets weirder and weirder uh-huh. um fire and ice which is an old it's an animated movie i think probably from the 80s i've heard of this yeah um yeah i think i want to say it's ralph bakshi but i'm not 100 on that but it's it's like steve watched it and thought it was awful but i was like i watched it i was super drunk and i just had like a blast. um it's like cavemen but it's animated and it's just it's basically like like dirty he-man or something i don't know um uh, and then the final one which i actually think everybody should see it's it's a blast of pure joy was called the dirt bike kid and uh, it's got peter (laughs) billingsley from the christmas story or a Mm. christmas story and um he gets a magical dirt bike and it's just so fun like it's it's like just the cheesiest like you know 80s movie imaginable but it's a great great movie so, that's my list. Thank you for indulging Incredible me. Incredible titles.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> do you do you, pick, do you ever pick movies based on their titles?
0: All the time. Okay. That must posters be posters and titles are, are key to me. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm the getting to know Dirt you by better. Kid
1: has a great poster.
0: Yeah, it's it's a very fun movie. I think if you want to find a fun way to say goodbye to 2021, pop that on tonight. But...
1: If you're crazy about magic, hot for action, Ready for romance and wild about winning, this movie's for you.
2: <laughs> and I am all of this. I mean, I, so I feel really a perfect. I film. also feel like that's everybody. Like that, it's gonna tick <laughs> off at least one of your boxes if you're a human it's the being. The perfect film yeah. for everybody.
1: <laughs> I'm actually yes. wild about losing.
0: Yeah. Oh, we know Kit.
1: <laughs> wow, the plot summary for this movie is very thorough.
0: <laughs> More
1: so than I would have expected.
0: <laughs> yeah, it took me all Tuesday afternoon. So. but all right well that's all i got um is there anything wrapping it up
2: should we do let's yeah should we just rattle off is is there anything you're looking forward to in 2022 new or new or Uh,
1: yeah
0: yeah uh the northman yes and also sonic 2 so sure yes
1: well there's also a couple (laughs) of tom cruise movies supposedly coming out
0: yeah supposedly i'll believe it when i see it (laughs) okay what are you looking forward to?
2: Uh, I'm looking forward to, well, now I'm, I mean, this is not 2022, but I'll probably see it in 2022. Uh, I will now watch The French Dispatch. Um, I am very excited for The Tragedy of Macbeth. I think it looks gorgeous. Try to see, oh, yeah. I'm going to try to see that next week. Um, the Batman, obviously. Uh, Mission Impossible 7, duh. Couldn't couldn't be more excited. Um, I'm excited for Aquaman too. you know? James Wan, still got it um and the Northman oh yeah art. the Northman i'm like very very ex- that ugh, looks so fucking good um yeah and then i'm sure there are other stuff it's hard to, i feel like in this climate it is hard to really even know what's actually going to come out and i feel like i feel like i you know the indie stuff they have shorter kind of marketing cycles so i don't know like you know like i don't know what a24 is putting out in 2022 i'm sure there'll be some stuff that's good though and then yeah I'm tentatively excited for Michael Bay's new movie for one reason. Um, you know, I don't get excited for Michael Bay movies really uh as like an adult human, but um he has discovered uh the sort of like racing drones that people you like create like insane footage with now. So it's like so I'm like what's that going to be like, you know? <laughs> and you can kind of see if you watch the trailer you can see like like some insane shots, so I'm like kind of, I'm kind of excited just to like. I probably won't see it in the theater or something, but I, I'll stream it for sure and just like put what,
0: put it on. Is it a uh, Netflix? Or no,
2: I don't think so. I think it's a the, real I think it's a theatrical movie. A real studio. Okay, cool. I think it's a theatrical movie. Um, it's Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Um,
0: oh yeah, I can see that.
2: Yeah, it's it's like two dudes pull off are pulling off a heist and then that a a cop gets shot and then an ambulance comes to pick up said cop and then somehow while they're escaping they hijack the ambulance with the dying cop in it as it's as their escape vehicle Um, okay so they're just driving through la i guess with you know trying to I, i don't know how that obviously don't know how that resolves but just there's like some crazy looking photography
0: so that sounds pretty cool yeah I like it when he sure does like, it smaller stuff. Me, but I like uh
2: yeah, like painting game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe
2: the grossest one. Or movie even Bazi. The, uh,
0: the Benghazi one was pretty solid, you know. Good. Anything where it's not like robots from space attacking, you know, the entire planet. <laughs> which is which is like for him.
2: which is like half of his filmography. So
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so that's all I got. Cool. Kit, do you have any uh on your radar? I guess other than the Tom Cruise. Not really. I Google. never know
1: what's happening. Um, but yeah, uh Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible for sure. Yeah. That's all I can when is, think is, of. When is Mission
0: Impossible gonna be a summer or a fall? May, I believe, I wanna say. Or
2: probably neither.
0: No, pro- or neither, yeah. Well, yeah, who knows? Although, I don't know. I think I think we're getting back to mm, movie normalcy
2: i really like, spider-man's made
0: half a billion dollars so no it's made a over a billion uh or the domestic it was like oh, something yeah, it was like yeah. almost 500 i think yeah it's, um, it's. so yeah if we're there and i mean omicron supposed to be pretty mild so maybe everybody will get their immunity and well, i don't and know
2: yeah i think i've i've heard two different things like i've heard like oh you know we had like two hundred fifty thousand cases a day i think in fe- february of last year and this year yeah. they're predicting it could be anywhere you know, from 500 to a to a million. Um, Yeah. And then, uh, but that it is definitely milder. And maybe that means that this is the beginning of the end,
0: possibly. That's the thing. So look at the graph for cases. And -hmm. it looks like last year, look at the graph for for hospitalizations and it looks much better than last year, but there's still hospitalizations, but look at the graph for deaths. It's lower. Yeah. Deaths are lower. It's fucking nothing. So, so I'm, I'm optimistic that as it becomes, as lethal or less lethal than the actual flu, people will kind of get their heads back together and be like, oh, okay. Like, we're okay. Like, it's it's not going away. Like, we're well beyond that. Yeah. So, let's go see Mission Impossible. <laughs> they should, you know
2: what they should do? They should put that on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's not going away. Let's go see Mission Impossible. On yes. the poster for Mission Impossible.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and back to the movies. Yeah, back to the movies. Back <laughs> okay. to the movies.
1: For real? That should be the tagline for Mission Impossible,
2: <laughs> isn't it? I, yeah, isn't I agree. It, isn't it funny that a year and a half ago, Tom Cruise said, "Back to the movies."
1: I know, and nobody and excited. nobody followed
2: and nobody followed him. <laughs> <laughs> I followed. I went to go see. Well, Tom. <laughs> I did. I did. I did too. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. like you know, you go to a movie now. It's like I I rarely even have to buy uh, tickets ahead of time because it's just like you just walk in and sit down. And there's yeah. like
0: one dude in the back back row. <laughs> yeah it's kind of weird it did shock me though that spider-man has made as much as i have like spider-man was huge like... um but yeah if i think you know stuff you that... put
1: out a movie that good people are gonna come see it
2: <laughs> all right kit all right apparently <laughs> I, I maybe i should have my movies badge taken away because like half the movies kit talked about hating are movies that i really liked this year so i must be in but trouble I,
1: I but see i they, they, I don't think that's true. None of the movies I talked about made it into your like top, except maybe the Suicide Squad.
2: The honorable the honorable mentions is a is a uh like it's it's not. I mean, I watch a lot of movies, kid. That only ten can make it into the top ten.
1: I know. Anyway, but I think there wasn't crossover there, really. really. So.
0: But yes. All right. Well, we're looking forward to twenty twenty two. We're all. Looking forward to Sonic and I'm looking Uh, forward to having
1: a better system for doing this in the next year. Hopefully, like I won't save it till the last two weeks to watch 30 movies and I'll keep track of what of movies that I watched, maybe. But I probably also won't. I'll just do this again.
0: This will you should get a letterbox.
1: That's what everyone tells me.
0: I don't I don't have one because I keep a word document with my list. But a lot of people find that easy and fun. And this, okay. this uh, our new sponsor, I guess it's a good time to say, is Letterboxd. I did a Pinterest
1: board. I have a Pinterest board for oh, 2021 yeah. movies. That's how I That's kept track.
0: Idea. Excuse me. All right. Well, cool. All right. Well, I will uh, play us out, and then we will uh, see each other in the new year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sound good? Okay, cool. Slow motion triple feature was recorded in, I don't know, in our apartments, in our houses. Uh, I didn't write anything clever this week. Uh, special thanks to our producer Lee, the man in the booth who makes us sound great. If you'd like to contact us please do so at slowmotion triple at gmail.com